In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Herod the Tetrarch had heard about all that was being done by Jesus, and he was puzzled because some people were saying that John had risen from the dead, others that Elijah had reappeared, still others that one of the ancient prophets had come back to life. But Herod said, John, I beheaded him. So who is this I hear such reports about? And he was anxious to see Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Who is this? Herod's open-ended question would not receive any satisfactory answer from those whom he questioned. Nor would he be open to the truth when he finally gets to meet the Lord. After the latter's arrest, could Herod's inquiry be more than just a curious mind at work? Or could it be the morbid musings of a conscience stained with the blood of John the Baptist? The three main rumours that were circulating about Jesus and which had reached Herod's ears were basically that our Lord was one of three possible persons. John the Baptist resurrected, Elijah reappeared, and one of the prophets had come back to life. This triptych of opinions, though off the mark, actually provides important clues to understand the identity of our Lord. The first and the last of these opinions point to two important truths. First, that John the Baptist is popularly considered to be in the line of the prophets. And secondly, the people did believe in the resurrection of the dead. First impressions were revealed that our Lord did continue the tradition of the prophets. From his dramatic reading of the text from the book of the prophet Isaiah and his open declaration that he was fulfilling the text to his identification with two great prophets of old, Elijah and Elisha, as he rebuked his townspeople for rejecting him, like how their ancestors rejected the prophets of old. But it is clear to the readers of St. Luke's Gospel that Jesus is more than a mere prophet. Both he and his cousin John the Baptist have parallel pre-infancy narratives. But there is a big difference. Although John's birth is miraculous in nature, he still had human parents, whereas our Lord only had a human mother and as the angel announced, he was a son of the Most High. Likewise, though there were widespread rumours that our Lord was John resurrected, the truth of the matter is that neither John nor any of the prophets had risen from the dead. Not yet. They were awaiting the one alone who could defeat death and throw open the gates of Hades by his own death and resurrection. Our Lord's resurrection from the dead was no rumour, as St. Paul tells us, and if Christ had not been raised, your fate is futile, and you are still in your sins. The central figure which occupies these three speculations about our Lord's identity is Elijah. Unlike the other two, Elijah is not described as having risen from the dead because he is the only one of two Old Testament figures whose deaths are not recorded. Malachi chapter 4 says, Elijah will return before the great and terrible day of the Lord to announce that the Messiah's coming is near. 
Once again, there are many parallels between the ministry and life of Elijah to our Lord's, including his dramatic assumption into heaven in a fiery chariot, which points to our Lord's ascension. It is not surprising that many contemporaries of our Lord, including his own disciples, would have mistaken him as Elijah returned. But Jesus is not Elijah returned, but rather the one whose coming Elijah must herald. So Herod's questions remain unanswered. Herod's curiosity will be finally sated when he gets to meet the Lord at the end of the Gospel. At the scene of the Lord's arrest, we see another parallel. As St. John was arrested by Herod, who had him executed, Pontius Pilate would do likewise to our Lord. But since Pilate discovered that our Lord was a Galilean, well, another mistaken identity, he handed him over to Herod, whom he believed had jurisdiction over Jesus. This was an adept diplomatic move, as he wanted to mend relationships with Herod. Herod was, of course, delighted to see the Lord, but for all the wrong reasons. He wanted to confirm the veracity of the rumours and, in fact, prodded our Lord to perform miracles. In the irreverent musical Jesus Christ Superstar, Herod taunted Jesus to walk across his swimming pool. When he couldn't get back what he wanted, Herod sent our Lord back to Pilate, not before he performed a mocking parody of a coronation on Jesus. There are times in life when silence speaks louder than words. This is one of those occasions. Our Lord knew that Herod was trifling with him and that his questions did not come from an honest heart. Herod was interested in tricks, but not the truth. And for this reason, the Lord saw no reason to answer. And so he opened not his mouth. In the Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of St. Matthew, our Lord warned against casting pearls before swine or giving what is holy to the dogs. Herod belonged to that class of men who are so pig-headed in their spiritual blindness and so dogged in their resistance to the truth that nothing can be said and nothing should be said. Light received leads to more light. Light rejected leads to darkness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.